Welcome back, everybody, to Forward Pressing, episode 42, the best podcast in the world. I am your host. Hey, yo, Kevin. chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> I can't hype us up that much, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not there. We don't even have 100 episodes yet. Hey, you got to speak it into existence. Manifestation. Manifestation. Yes, I'm your host, Kevin. I have my co-host here, Yanis. How you doing, yes, bro? Sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or good morning, wherever you are. Man, it's so gloomy outside. I think for you as well, right? It's like it's been raining these last couple of days. Like I wake up in the dark. It's not fun to be honest. It makes the whole like mood a little bit like meh. But we'll try to have a good day anyways, right? Word. I woke up early today. We're recording this on Saturday. Saturday, October second. Spooky season. Did I mention that I bought a new bike today? I mean yesterday, really. A bike? Really? A mic, yes. Oh, mic. Ooh, what kind of mic? A blue yeti. Ooh, I wanted to get a Blue Yeti. Fuck, all right, I'm going to do it. Shit, that was like a 3 a.m. purchase. Blue Yeti squad. Blue Yeti squad. Wait, did you say 3 a.m. purchase? Yeah. Dang, you were like scrolling and you just got tempted, eh? I was trying to get it for my birthday, but then I delayed it because I wanted to do more research. And then you got it. And then I got it. For your birthday. For my, well, two days after, but. Yeah, still for your birthday. All right, anyways. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. You're going to hear me rant about United again because we suck. Um, as always. As always. I'm tired of waking up at 7.30 a.m. to watch United play like shit. It's just not fun for me. <laughs> hey, yo, go to, go to sleep, boy. Go to sleep. <laughs> We're going to talk United. We're going to talk some Champions League. We're going to talk about some Premier League overall. I think we have, like, I think a lot of stuff this season has surprised us. Um, a lot of stuff goes as expected, of obviously. But a lot of stuff is surprising. And, I mean, I told you after, what was it, the second or third game of the season when we drew against Southampton? I think it was the second game of the season when I told you this is why we're not going to challenge for the title this season. There's no chance. Bro, it was August. It was August. You guys were, like, getting desperate in August already. We, we beat Leeds 4-1, and then we drew Southampton. And that's when I knew. I was like, yeah, there's, we cannot. We were dropping points against teams like that all season last year. And we finished second, and it was very underwhelming. Talk to me about talk to me about Villarreal. What happened there? I mean, that was one of the worst games that we've played. I don't even know. Like, we deserved nothing from that game. We didn't even deserve one point. I don't know how we got the win, but we did not deserve one point. I feel like Ronaldo saving United in the last minutes of a game so is going to be the is going to be the ten the, the team of the the season for you guys, and it's going to happen a lot. I mean, man got no service all game. And then he just got one chance at the end. And like, yeah, Lingard honestly did great. I'm not giving too much credit to Ole because these are the, he makes the same subs every game at the same time, always late. No matter how the game is going, he makes the same subs. He brings on Lingard. Um, he brings on Matic to play in the midfield. Um, he'll bring on uh, Martial uh, after taking off another winger. Like, Man, I don't know. Van der Beek, bro. Van der Beek is... Van der Beek is pissed right now. I mean, he should be. Man, man wanted a loan. Did you see the reaction in the Villa Real? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And to get Van der Beek like that, you got to do... You got to be doing something to him, bro. Like, he... I mean, the man has been patient for, like, two years. He's, he's, he's calm. He's cool. He's always, like, super... He's been super professional. He, he was probably promised game time or something like that, and then he didn't even get subbed on, and that's why. He's, he's, like, one of the best young talents in Europe. Like, just came from a squad that, like, made a huge Champions League run. He was supposed to be 
like a really great promising uh, midfield signing and then we're playing players that have no business being in the starting lineup over him and people getting subbed on over him like it makes no sense low-key low i don't see how he stays like past january he shouldn't stay he he wanted to leave and and Ole said no you're not leaving and then they're, they're still not playing him i don't get it now but he did say he wanted to like prove himself bro he's been here for two years has he, he hasn't even got like two games starting in a row like what do you want him to do you keep subbing him on for the last 15 minutes of a game like what do you expect him to do you're not getting in the rhythm of the game like that he starts here and there and then he gets subbed off at halftime or he's the, the guy that gets he got subbed off uh after Aaron Wan-Bissaka got the red card against the uh, young boys like he was the first guy out i mean come on Do the kid a solid. Either let him go and play. His he's ruining his career here at United. Uh, you, I mean, based on the recent games of United, like from a United perspective, right? Obviously, uh, you guys played Everton today, one one. What would be, in your opinion, the bright spot, like the the positives so far in this season? Because there are some positives. I think we have, I think we have good options going forward. I think. I, I think Ronaldo at the top, like we saw, he can score the goals, which is amazing. Even Cavani. Cavani is so good. He had a great game against Villarreal. Yeah, when everybody thought the ball was out. He's still so good. Did you see his run against Villarreal like, to get the ball? That's 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 commitment. That's passion right there. Like, you don't you know, no uh, random mercenaries doing shit like that, putting that much effort into it. Like, he actually cares, which is just great to see. Bruno is great. Um... I think our best, most consistent player all year has been Greenwood. I haven't seen Greenwood have a bad game yet. I've seen other players go missing. I've seen other players like be lackluster. Greenwood, I've not seen be lackluster or go missing. Like every time he gets the ball, he's dangerous with it. And I don't see him make too many big mistakes. A funny thing I really I noticed is that every time that uh, he gets called to the every time Marshall gets called to the national team, the next the game before before that he starts scoring goals. He scored again today, didn't he? Yeah, he scored today. It was a deflected shot, but it was still good. I feel like if you get if you get if you can get Marcel going for like a couple, at least maybe 10, 12, a dozen goals a season, even they're knowing that you have Ronaldo getting your 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 best your of your top goals, but like if you can somehow get some like production from Marcel and Greenwood as well as like um a rasher when he comes back, then you can be considered. But right now, like I don't see how that I think you can get Can can you sustain that? You can you, you can't sustain Ronaldo for the whole season as like your no, and that's why Ronaldo didn't start today, but he came on for the last like 30 minutes, you know, like which is fine. Like these games, like Everton have not been great. We should have beat Everton like easily, um, and obviously we did not. The goal they scored is like that's what happens with our defense. It seems like we always look great until we don't, and a lot of the times it's the midfield turning the ball over and getting caught, and then kind of just like the other team makes a play and we're caught looking like with our pants down, you know, like it's really embarrassing how some of the goals we concede. De Gea has been world-class. Like ever since he started this season, it was, Henderson was like goalie number one. He gets COVID, he's out. De Gea like steps up and he's like, he's earned that spot. Like, and then some, like man, man took it upon himself to prove, prove he's not done. And he's looked so good. Honestly, he's looked so good. So I'm super happy for De Gea. Um, but yeah, I think missing Maguire kind of sucks in the, in the, in that defense. It was nice to have Sean Aaron Wan-Bissaka back. Wan-Bissaka is still like people need to respect the man's 
uh, offensive ability because he can he can do some dribbling. He can do some dribbling. Tell that tell that to Garrett Salgate. He didn't select him. Uh, he's gonna see soon enough. I mean, come on. Um, but I don't know. Right now, I, just, I feel like we go into the game kind of just like relying on the players to do something for themselves, and we have no kind of game plan. That's what it seems like. So I don't know. I'm I'm very critical about Ole. I've never been Ole out, but right now, honestly, like with the with the results we've been having, and I'm just kind of di- disappointed in the decisions he's made and the plans he's had. That's what's that's what's bothering me now because I really disagree with how he's how he's handling everything. And we're not winning games, or we're not playing well enough to win games. What is the uh, let's because realistically, he's not going to be sacked this season, I think. So assuming that, assume, assuming, assuming that we're not that, um, you guys don't get a single. Tr- it depends. Like honestly, like I don't. Because I feel like if he doesn't get a trophy this season, then yeah, he won't. He'll get sacked. But if we don't qualify in the Champions League, like if we don't get to the next, the if we don't qualify in the group through the group stage, he should be out. Hundred percent, he should. I think with the team that you guys have, you don't have, you guys don't have the strongest group, nor the weakest group. But you don't, it's not the strongest group to be fair. If he if he doesn't get through the group stage, he should be done at that moment. If we don't get a trophy this season, I think it's done too. Like he's had a lot of years. We have a very strong squad. Our lacking is our midfield, um, and we knew that coming into the season. We all knew that. Fair. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to see that too. Actually, I'm starting to, especially the last two games, I noticed that the midfield is probably the part that gets taken advantage of the most. Like Villarreal played around the, your midfield last game. Even Everton today, even though they didn't, they look so great, they had a couple of good moments where the midfield looked shaky. We we get caught off guard and we don't have a presence in the midfield. Like Fred is, he's too small and he, he feels like he's always kind of like running after the play instead of like. Instead of taking control of it, you know. Well, your presence should be Pogba, but he's played better. He plays better on the right. But Pogba wasn't. Pogba was playing on the wing for a little bit, and then we had to put him back because we were starting McTominay and Fred in the midfield, and it's gross. The issue with that Pogba on the right is that I feel like it doesn't benefit. It does. It hurt. It hurts Sancho more than anybody else. But Sancho actually played well today. He did. Well, I mean, Pogba wasn't starting, but. I was, this was one of his better performances in a United shirt, honestly. Like, I really liked how he was taking on defenders and how he was dribbling. He he had the – he missed the, a shot completely. Like, he, was, he basically passed to the keeper after a good, uh, good pass by Ronaldo. I think you're trying to put it uh, second post. I don't know. He, did, he didn't get enough behind that. The goalkeeper had time to go have a coffee and come back. He would have got it. Um, yeah. So, that was kind of disappointing. But he's going to get more chances. We'll see. I think United fans should be very patient with, with Sancho. I think we are. I think we are. And I think slowly, I think, I think Ole's pacing him well, that they're not just like kind of throwing him to the wolves a little bit. Um, as long as Sancho's patient with himself too and doesn't get too ahead of himself, I think it's fine. Like today was very encouraging for me for Sancho, but I, I don't know for Ole, like, who do you think, like, do you think he should be on the hot seat? Like, we have the squad to compete and, We've won two of the last six games, and we should have won one of the last six. I well, I'll say this: I feel like have if the situation was in like March or April, he would be on the hot seat. But it is only October. There's a lot of football left to play. Yes, there's been some. If this doesn't get better, though, like yeah, this yeah, I I think it should it should get better. It should improve. You guys aren't gonna leave like consecutive back negative results forever. As a United fan, you do, I mean, as a United players, is also that like 
obviously this, this urgency of always trying to win. So I don't expect this to like last, but um, yeah, to me, if he doesn't somehow get you a trophy at the end of the season, whether it's an FA cup or a Premier league, most likely an FA cup. Cause I don't think you guys can compete in the prem. And if, if you get somehow an FA cup or like a good run in the champions league, so that would be like quarters, probably, probably semis, then I would probably give him another chance. But if you can't get that, then the sack is should be, you should consider sacking him. I'm really, I like I've said it before, like I've really always been patient with Ole. I could see the plan, but now I feel like the plan is here. Like this is this is what we've you've gotten a lot of the good signings you wanted. Like we've 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 got them. Yeah, we didn't get a midfielder, but like we can't get too greedy. Managers do you can still get a midfielder in the, in the winter, but we could for sure. But managers have done a lot more with a lot less. So at this point, at this point, it's the man it's the manager's job to get the best out of his players. Uh, you can't complain because you didn't get the world-class signing at every position and then say you're not able to do your job. Like, there are managers out there that will do, that will do a better job. You have to prove that you can get the best out of your players as a whole job as a manager. Um, and right now, it really seems like he's not getting the best out of the players because we're dropping points to teams that we should never drop points to. And we're not playing a really good style of football. And it just seems like we don't know what we're doing. It just seems like we, we don't know what to do. And we're kind of just like winging it the whole time. And that's really concerning for me. All right, last question before we close the scrutiny on this topic. Uh, assuming that Conte gets uh, assuming that uh, sorry, Ole gets sacked tomorrow, who do you replace him with? I mean, two options are it's for me are Zidane or Conte, right? Like these are the two managers, the biggest managers that are world class managers that don't have a club right now. To me, I want Zidane, but I wouldn't complain with either. What about Ten Hag from Ajax? I still, I mean, I'd rather Zidane or Conte. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I think Zidane would would uh, especially with like the French link up with the squad, um, I think would be great. I think I, I don't know why, but I think if we get Zidane like Martial's, Martial's getting to a whole other level. I don't know why, but I feel it. I'm not. I don't. I honestly don't feel the Conte one. You know, I think I think Conte wants to come to United more than I want Conte to come to United. But I wouldn't complain if we signed Conte. You think Zidane would fit better than Conte? I think Zidane would probably be the better fit. Just because I feel like he's he can he can manage the big club like vibe, he's done this in Madrid. I think he can. Speaking of Madrid, though, like I mean, if we're gonna get into the Champions League right now, they just lost a sheriff. Who uh, I don't even know where his sheriff is from. I don't even know either. And like their their social media presence is like nothing. <laughs> I think they have like eight thousand followers, and they like haven't tweeted since like the Champions League draw or something like that. And then they ended up beating i think wait i think they're from they're from like ukraine or, or something I slovenia don't know. slovenia it's possible no moldova 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 yeah that's crazy like that's such a small country in the small club like and they just beat real madrid but it makes the it makes this result even crazier i mean madrid got madrid got a goal it was a penalty shot which was soft in my opinion um and then i mean the the last the last goal in the 90th minute that was a worldie i think it's a one-off though i think it's a one-off it's not something that you'll see they're two and oh they are two and oh which is surprising but there's not it can't be a one-off yeah no but i mean like from madrid from a Madrid perspective like i think madrid they'll bounce back oh okay i mean this was definitely surprising but i mean like listen after two games sheriff have scored four goals inter and Shakhtar combined have scored zero goals yeah, I would be I would be a bit worried. I think Inter will be okay. I think for Shakhtar, I'd be a bit more worried, even though 
even though Shakhtar should still have quality. Shakhtar, they're, yeah, they're done. Well, Shakhtar should have the quality to at least make it to the Europa League. I think that's, I had them third, and obviously I had Madrid first and Inter second. But uh, I don't think, I think Sherry, I mean, it's been a surprising Champions League overall. There's been a lot of surprising results. Sheriff is just another one of those. But I mean, it's pretty, I think it's a historical result for them. So credit, give it, got to give him credit. But I think in the long run, I don't see them qualify, to be honest with you. I mean, qualify to the Europa League. But I mean, if they, if they manage to qualify like for the Europa League, I'd be rooting for them. I'd be rooting, I'm rooting for them to finish in the top two. Give me Madrid and Sheriff. Let's do it. Bold. It's a bold choice. Bold choice. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying I'm rooting for it. But, like, hey, listen, like, there's some other matchups that happen. Like, we saw Bruges. That they're, they've, uh, like, they're surprising. They beat Leipzig, bro. Yeah, they beat Leipzig. And uh, didn't they draw a city or a PSG? They drew, they drew PSG. So, and then PSG took care of business against Man City. How do we feel about that? Uh, predictable. I thought, well, I thought I mean, Messi, Mbappe, Neymar was gonna, they were going to wake up. It's a big Champions League night. Like, you expect the, you, 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 the expectation was there that night. I think they delivered for the most part. Mbappe looked good to me. Uh, Verratti was man of the match, in my opinion. Verratti looked very, very silly. He's under, I don't know why he's not considered as, like the best midfielder. Imagine if United have had him. That would be a, I mean, that would be like a massive up, upgrade for you guys. I don't think it's gonna happen though. I mean, he's not gonna leave. He's not gonna leave PSG. And if he does that, he's gonna probably gonna go to Italy, but or Spain. But I mean, finally, Messi finally gets his goal. So that's that's and maybe the floor. Are the floor gets open now? We don't know. Maybe we'll we'll start seeing like hat tricks and braces. I mean, it took them a little bit to get them them going, right? It was always gonna take some time, and I still don't think they they're like. To the best of their abilities right now. Like Messi's not 100%, Neymar's not 100%, and Bop is like not 100% right now. I feel like they're not, they're still not to the best of their abilities to like get consistent, like convincing result, like five. Well, and also, like, let's be honest, Liga is not a, as the sixth best league in Europe. They're probably top three, top four, and they're getting disrespect. And that's probably why people. I mean, it's, it's, it's PSG or bust when it comes to league earn, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's still, yeah, it is, but, like, it still isn't going to be, like, a league that Messi could just come and, like, dominate, basically. And we've seen that. It's, like, he doesn't, he hasn't even played many games, but he, I would still say, um, you know, let's see what happens. Give, give them time to build their chemistry. It's an encouraging start. It was a great game, but, like, yeah, I don't see. I think it's it was mostly City not doing as as good as I thought they were going to do as well. And how how worried should we be about that? Because it's been a kind of it's been a little minute that they haven't really been to the best of their ability right now. I wouldn't be worried right now. I mean, maybe against the Liverpool game, maybe you get worried because they're Liverpool. I think Liverpool wins that game by the way tomorrow. Um, just because Liverpool has looked very good so far. They have, they have. Except for the Brentford game, but that was just the one off, I guess. Uh, you gotta give credit for Brentford for that one. But for the for the. Um, from from a city perspective, I would be a bit worried, especially because it feels like it's Jack Grealish has been an encouraging signing. I think he's performed well, but you can definitely see the lack of striking options up top. Like Gabriel Jesus is good, but he's not your starter. He's not even a he's not a pure nine to begin with. I feel like it's always surprising when we see Man City finish a game with no goals, because they're just known for just being this like 
you you expect them to find a way to score a goal. Yes, agreed. At least one, right? Even a game against PSG, I expected Mara, especially because obviously a Paris native, I expected him to like make, put a show. And he had a couple good moments. They played Sterling at the top as a striker and then did not work out. Yeah, it didn't work out so much for him. I think he got, I mean, he got a muscle by Kimpembe too. I think he, the main market was pretty rough on him. Uh, Marquinhos had a good game as well, by the way, for PSG. Gotta give him credit because he deserved it. He earned it. Um, they have a, overall, it's a pretty good back four from a PSG's perspective. And City was always going to have trouble. I think you expected a little bit, a bit more from City, though. I got to say, uh, I thought Grealish had a good game. Grealish is, like I said, he's been a nice signing. Uh, never mind the price. He hasn't made a big difference for them, though. He hasn't made a big difference, but he's a chance creator. And that's what he's done. He's, he created chances. Whether you take him or not, it's up to your striker, which you don't have right now. So I think that's the, the issue. I feel like if we... Okay, so you're not worried about Man City, but are you worried about Milan? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I expect it better. Uh, but then I'm they're 0 2 right now. They're 0 2. Well, I mean, the first game, Liverpool was the better team, I'd say. The second game, I thought was a bit trash because of the ref. I think I don't think the ref should have given that last handball. Um, I thought Milan got done hard. Uh, it was a harsh PK to give. So I didn't think that Lego deserved the win, to be honest with you. I thought Milan could have used it, could have deserved the draw more. Uh, so I'm a bit worried now. I've I've been kind of like a, I've been uh, surprised with how not great Atletico have looked. Like they they scraped by against Milan, like scraped by. Like Milan had a red card early in the game, and Atletico didn't didn't do much with it. Um, and I mean they're dropping points in the league as well. Um, against sides they should be beating. They're just not scoring goals, which is what we, this is how they always play. They don't score goals, but they don't concede goals. But then. You know, if they concede one, then they lose the game, right? So it's kind of tough. Well, as we say this, they're currently playing Barca. Um, as we're as we're sitting here, they are winning two zero. Now, Barca is yeah, Barca's a different question because, like, uh, they might switch managers, right? I mean, they, I think the board came out and said they they're gonna back Coleman because he's a club legend and deserves time and whatever. And like, I guess, I think Barca kind of like knew their situation wasn't great, but they didn't think it would be this bad. Like, they're just getting completely outmatched in, like, every game they play. I mean, the Benfica game was a big, uh, definite showing for me. 3-0. Like, don't get me wrong, Benfica is a good team, but you'd expect more from a Barca, from a Barca squad. Oh, yeah. They might not qualify top two. They might not do it. I don't... Yeah, they might not. Low-key, they might not. But I feel like I don't think getting rid of command is the right option. They're 0-2 right now. They haven't scored a goal in two games. They're, they have zero goals scored, six goals conceded. Bayern Munich have... Eight goals scored, zero goals conceded. <laughs> well, but it's Bayern. I know it's Bayern, but like even even uh, Kiev have a draw. You know, like it's tough. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't see. I don't. I don't know how Kuma getting rid of Kuman is like the option here because that's not the option because it's obviously not his fault. Like he has no players to play with. Like for at that level, they, they don't have the depth. They don't. There's there's not enough quality in the team, and I feel like you got to give. A lot of this blame has to go to the other uh, higher ups, the manager, general manager, the president, because of how bad the financial situation was at Barca, and we all know what the we've re- we've read reports, we all seen what happened in the in the um, in the summer. Like Agüero hasn't even played a game yet, too. Let's not forget about that. 
So they're definitely missing a lot of players through injuries. Like, and in I don't think Dembele has played a game yet. Also, Antufati just came back. Yeah, and he had a good goal. So they're going to get better. They're going to get better. They're going to get better over time, and they're going to get better in the coming years as well. But it's not going to be a overnight success like a lot of Barca fans are probably hoping. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, it's really, it's, there's a legitimate chance they don't qualify. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a big wake-up call. And they don't have the funds to really make a, to improve the squad that much either. Like a lot of players have to take a pay cut and a lot of players have to get shipped out because they just couldn't afford the wages. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest too, there's a little bit, there's a legitimate chance that they don't even qualify for next year. Dang. That's going to be insane. That would be terrible if that happens. If that happens, then you sack Coman for sure. But yeah. Um, after, after we've seen two games played for everybody in the Champions League, what would you say is your biggest surprise? Uh, I got to say Bruges. Bruges? Biggest surprise? more surprising than Sheriff? Yeah, because Sheriff was just... I think Sheriff was a one-off, even though they're leading the group right now. Sheriff are top of the group. I know, but, I mean, it's really... It's between Sheriff and Bruce to me. I think... I just I just think Bruce has a legitimate chance of, like, qualifying, which is crazy to think. I think my biggest surprise is probably either Sheriff or Barcelona with... I didn't expect Barcelona to be this bad. They haven't scored a goal in the Champions League. I did not expect this. Um, and Milan too, I think. I think Milan should have probably. I mean, they got they got kind of like fucked over with the uh, Atletico game. Yeah, but honestly, even maybe you could even argue Liverpool about how good they've been, how dominant they've been. Yeah, that too. That too. I mean, speaking of Liverpool, right? Like, I mean, let's talk some Premier League because I think uh, honestly, like, I think the competition in the Premier League this year is like at an all time high. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I think it's like the most competitive competitive league right now. I would say it's between. I would say the Premier is one, but uh, the Serie A is a close second. I mean, how is the competition in the Serie A stronger than the Premier League when you have four four or five clubs that can title for that can challenge for the top five? Where in the in the in the La Liga it's not not even close in the Serie A. The Serie A it is, but it is closer. But um, I feel like the competition overall. I always said Serie A. I didn't talk about I didn't talk about La Liga. I know, I know, but like, I feel like the ceiling in the Serie A is smaller than the ceiling in the Premier League. No, I disagree. Because even if you look at the Prem, realistically speaking, there's only three teams that have a chance for a title this year. Whereas in the Serie A, you could at least mention four or five. We talked about it last week, remember? True, but the quality of the over, the over, like who who's beating who, like a mid-table club in the Premier League or the mid-table club in the Serie A? Who's beat? No, who's winning if they played each other? A mid-table Prem versus a mid-table Serie Yeah, let me look. Let me look at the table and let me give you some names. Like, for example, a Norwich. Well, no, Norwich is bottom. But, like, a Leeds, a, a Leeds versus a Cagliari. Leeds, is, Leeds are 16th, bro. Give me... Um, who Who's winning between, like, West Ham and, let's see, a Serie A team. Let me give you. West Ham or, like, Sassuolo. Ooh, Sasso is actually good. Um, I think over two games, just one. I still take West Ham. I give me one game or two games over two games. I still take West Ham. Honestly, that's a tough one. I would probably say one, one, one game each. Sure. What if it was like Brentford against like you know like a Bologna? Then I would go Brentford. Yeah, right. Like Sasso is like the last team that's like pretty good in Serie A. Whereas like you know I could give you, um. I could give you a bunch of clubs in the Prem that are lower that could take it. Like, 
Like Leicester are thirteenth right now, bro. But if you don't thing is, if you don't look for Serie A games, you're not gonna find like you know you because the thing is, a lot of people like you said Sassuolo. A lot of people don't even know what Sassuolo is. They don't even watch Sassuolo. The fact that we have the Prem on our screens every single weekend, the the Serie A is hard to watch. It's hard to find. They have not made it super accessible. They they have now because apparently ESPN has the Sierra games, and even now TSN has La Liga games. So now they're they're trying to make it more accessible for people. And I feel like people's opinion of the Serie A is gonna be is gonna improve based if you start watching very more games because you watch the Premier and obviously the Premier is the best league in the world. Don't get me wrong, but there's a there's a is it as competitive as the other leagues? Yeah, I, I, some of the leagues are also as competitive as the Premier, but we don't we just don't see it enough. That's my opinion. That's fair. But I mean, like the Premier this year has been like quite the ride because I mean you have. I mean, you have Brighton in the top five right now. Like, that was, I think that's been a surprise. They've only scored eight goals, but they've won four games, which is very impressive. Yeah. I mean, you guys were lucky to get a point. Honestly, I felt that as well. I felt like we was not, we didn't deserve to get the win. Brighton had a better game overall. We had a couple. They, I mean, we definitely, defensively, we were solid. I think defensively, that, that's our solid. So we've definitely got, like, better defensively, and it shows over the last four games. Um, but, yeah, Bretton was definitely the better team that today. And I feel like possession-wise, they were better. They had the better the chances, even though, like I said, defensively, we were pretty solid. Uh, defensively, they're pretty good as well. Uh, Lewis Dunk doesn't is probably an, uh, one of the most underrated defenders in the Prem. And... Maybe if maybe the most underrated defender, he doesn't get really the, a lot of credit because he doesn't really, he's not really the best out of the player at the back, but defensively, like he gets the job done. He puts a shift in. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't even use Bissuma today. I think he's injured. That's why he didn't play. But now to me, he's one of their best players. And for him, for them to get a result without him, it's pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty. And they haven't had like the easiest matchups either. I mean, I mean they played Brentford, right? Like not a not a bad club. They played Leicester. They won. They drew uh, Palace. Um, they drew Arsenal. Like they they you know like it's not the. I don't think they. I don't think they've lost a game. They have. They lost to Everton. Um, but I mean they haven't played any of the top six clubs besides. I mean Leicester. Like we can talk about Leicester. What's happening with them? Only two wins this season. Yeah, they're off. Even the even the Europa League, they lost against uh, Warsaw, Legia Warsaw in the Europa League. That was yeah, one zero. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. They're a bit. They're a bit. They're off right now. They're. I mean, like we said, it is early, so the, you you do expect them to like bounce back, but it is a surprising start. I'll give you that. Do you expect them to get back up to the top five, maybe top six, and compete there? Yeah. Yeah. Top six, I expect them to be in the top six to compete. Who has a better season, uh, Spurs or Leicester? I think in the end, it'll be Spurs. They're both back-to-back right now, 12th place and 13th place in the Premier League. You think? The Spurs have only scored four goals this season. This is the, the lowest amount of goals scored. But we know Harry Kane's going to bounce back. We know Son is going to cover. They, they have the least amount of goals Scored in the league besides Norwich, who have two. Yeah, but we know they're going to bounce back. It's a matter of time. They have to. I mean, they have to. They have the quality. They have to. Otherwise, had they not had Darry Kane, I would have said I would have said Leicester for sure. But I expect them to bounce back, just like I expect Leicester to bounce back too. But I think 
the Spurs will, in the end, the Spurs will have the best season. But Brighton might surprise. I think Brighton. I think Brighton's gonna be uh, last season's uh, West Ham or or Villa. You know, like where they were kind of just like really played above expectation. I don't know. They gave me Leicester vibes. Brighton. That's a lot better than West Ham and uh, and Villa. That's that's a bold comment. We'll see how it goes. But what if uh, I was gonna say? I was gonna say like, what kind of team have you seen this season that shouldn't be in a relegation relegation battle, but maybe is good to be in a relegation battle? Probably Newcastle. Yeah, like they're second the second bottom of the table right now. Like I don't see how I don't. Well, I mean, it's really only one player, but I don't see how Sam Maximan is still a Newcastle player. Like he should be a he should be a Newcastle player. He's not. He's not gonna be. I also I'm also starting to get a little bit worried with Leeds. They've also gotten really unlucky, but with their playing style, their unluckiness may continue. That's a, that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, I mean, I, I I agree. I see what you mean. I think Leeds is also a team that like starts slow but has a big, uh, big strong. Especially like they're well coached. They're gonna bounce back for sure. I think it's only a matter of time for them as well. I'd say a team like Watford is surprisingly high. I didn't expect them to be at 14 this early, even though they lost today. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the bottom is still all really close besides Norwich. I think Norwich, they're, they're finishing last. They're going down. Norwich isn't really helping himself. I think, for honestly, I think I would say Arsenal is uh, encouraging right now over four games. The, remember when I mentioned? I was, I was encouraged, and then I was discouraged today. Like, the Spurs win, I kind of, like, considered an, an anomaly a little bit because, I mean, Spurs just looked so bad. Like, you guys look good but i think spurs look really bad and then today you guys really got overwhelmed by brighton which says a lot about brighton themselves yeah uh, but it, it it says something about us that we still we're still able to manage to get a point i'd say like it's i mean this is a team that you should be beating right not right now right now this right now they're the better team like you, you could tell by the game that they had you could tell by the season they're having they're the better team for, for us to get a result here Yes, we have the better quality on paper, but um, the results aren't having been on our way early in the season. Now they're just starting to be. We have, that's like four games with three wins, one draw, which is pretty encouraging. So we're starting to get a bit of consistency here, but we got to see we got to see a bigger sample of games. Like after, let's see for the next four games if we can get a couple of good results. But I'm definitely encouraged. Are you encouraged to think that you can challenge for the top five or no? I would say top six. Top six? Okay. Like, do you think you finish Do you think you think finish above West Ham, Villa, uh, Brighton this season? Do you think you finish above them? If we do, it would be good. Um, I think we should be close to that. I think I, I said 10th in my predictions, but I think it probably will be higher if we keep playing that way. I think by the time, I think by the, time the winter break comes, the, winter, the January transfer window, Christmas comes and everything, I think we're going to see the top three really pull away, being City. I think it's going to be City, Chelsea, Liverpool, the top three, all close. And then you're going to see United in fourth with maybe like two games behind, but kind of not in an encouraging space. But winter gets crazy, after- though. There's always some good results in the winter. There's always a big, a couple surprises. For sure. Crazy stuff happens. We'll see. But I think it's going to be those top three pull away a little bit. United is going to be lackluster. If the this, the way this continues, I'm really not encouraged. I'm really not encouraged. Something has to be done differently. Uh, maybe getting Rashford back will be a big boost to us. Maybe Ole is allowed to uh, switch something in the midfield that 
gives us a better uh, a better setup from there. And we get, I mean, we, maybe we get healthier back in the defense. Cause I know Luke Shaw's a little bit, little bit banged up. He played today, but McGuire's still out. Like, yeah. Well, listen. There's international break coming. People are going to be playing. Some people are going to be resting. So it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a good international break. There's a couple of good games too. Yeah, I'm interested to see. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Episode 42 in the books. Anything you want to say? Uh, happy early Halloween. Happy early Halloween. All right. It's spooky season October. If you listened thus far, we really appreciate it. Thanks for rocking with us. And I think that's it. Hope to see you next week. Peace.